Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi. Well, what do you want to eat today? I don't know. What do you want to eat today? Oh, it doesn't make me any difference. What do you want? I'll eat whatever you want. Well, it's not that special to me right now, and actually, I'm not really hungry. You're not hungry? Well, I thought you said you wanted to eat. And so, this situation can go on for a while. Does this sound familiar to you? Have you ever been in a situation where you wanted something and the other person wanted something but a decision was never made? Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. Thank you for joining me today. Today we are going to talk a little bit about ambivalence. Ambivalence is something that we may be familiar with, but today we're going to talk about how ambivalence can prevent us from changing and how ambivalence can work for the good. Before I get started, of course, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I would like to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you are at, in your home, in your car, while you're exercising. Let's get started. We all get stuck in a state of ambivalence sometime in our life. Many times in our life, especially when we're asked to make a change. Why do we go through this state of ambivalence? Some may call it the inability to make up one's mind. Now, depending on your personality trait, and we're not talking about personality traits, but I'm just going to bring this in for just a second. Some people will have a personality trait of, let's just get things done. Let's just move. Others may have the personality trait of, well, wait a minute. 
let's think this over. I want to get all the details before we make any move. And then there's other personality traits that make take in consideration people's feelings and the impact of the environment. And then there's the personality trait where they kind of just kind of go with the flow or they don't go at all. All the personalities are important. There's no good or not good about either of them. It's just being aware that sometimes a person's personality trait may cause them to appear that they're in a state of ambivalence. So what is ambivalence? Ambivalence involves when we know we have to make a change. And so we think about the reasons that we should make this change. And then we think about reasons why we cannot make the change. And so what happens is after we think about the reasons why we need to change, should change, we equally think about reasons why we can't change, won't change. And in that middle of the teeter-totter, if I can use that analogy, is the ambivalence. It's not a balancing, but it's another word maybe what happens is when we're stuck in that middle of the what we should do and on the other side canceling that what we should do out, what happens is we get stuck in the middle of the ambivalence and then it becomes the status quo. It, it becomes a place of neutrality in that the change doesn't occur and on the other side nothing happens on the well I'm not going to change I mean it's just you're just stuck and that is often the reason why projects don't get accomplished we might think of a particular lifestyle change and we think about and I'll talk about myself um, I wanted to lose weight uh, but I didn't really think about it <laughs> um, it you know I really didn't realize um, how I would feel after I had I would lose the weight I didn't really take time and think about all the benefits but then on the other hand I didn't really seriously think about okay if I don't lose the weight what will happen you see what I'm saying you see um, so I was stuck in the 
status quo. I'll just go along and I won't kind of think. It's almost like walking around with your hands covered over your eyes. Oftentimes, and unfortunately, what moves a person out of the ambivalent stage, can you guess? Usually what happens is some kind of life-changing event. Some, some kind of um, an event that causes us to make a decision and moves us out of that state of status quo. And that's what gets uncomfortable. That part of the change event, people, we get uncomfortable. And I think it's at this time where we, if we're not familiar with bringing ourselves to a state of calmness, that our bodies begin to react negatively to any kind of challenge that's going to move us away from the status quo. And I think that's the reason why transition awareness breathing, mindfulness, relaxation breathing, and awareness is so important. Because in moving away from where we're comfortable, um, away from the status quo, it's normal to feel uncomfortable when we're making a change. Uh, it's also helpful to have a plan in what am I going to do when I feel uncomfortable, when I feel that state of my pulse is getting rapid, my breathing is starting to get heavier, my awareness, my there's a, a state of almost fear or panic. And before one decides or before anyone decides to say, oh, I'm going to stay where I'm at, because that may not be an option. We bring ourselves to a state of taking a breath in through the nose, blowing it out through the mouth, saying, okay, what do I need to do? And taking one step of what is your next step because that next step is the step towards change. And it's a very important step. So it is so easy to recommend some change to someone. But sometimes when we're trying to be the fix-it person and you wonder why someone is not like listening to your beautiful, brilliant, logical suggestions is because that person may be stuck in a state of ambivalence, in a state of status quo. And coming in with a toolbox of fixing it for the person, they're not allowing you to fix it for them because what they really know is that you can't see things from their perspective. 
You can't see their uncomfortableness, their fear, their doubts, their failures. And I mean, who wants to fail? So sometimes it's better if you are at the point when you want to recommend something to someone is to be a guide and to be a great listener and all your brilliant and wonderful and fantastically logical ideas are very important remember it may not be the right time and if you're on the receiving end if you're the person trying to make the change and you're stuck in the status quo think of what is your next step what are the benefits of making the change is it a financial benefit is it a health benefit is it a benefit that's going to improve relationships ask yourself now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how important are those benefits to you? Then look at the other side. What would happen if you don't make the change? And list those. And how important is it if you don't do anything how important is it to you just to stay the same? Look at your list. Then ask yourself, not only what is my next step, but also what is my next step now? You've got to give yourself a starting date, a time. It doesn't have to be a big date, a big start, it could be very small. I encourage you to make it very small and then grow in your decision. Add something new each way. Adjust. And when you progress, and you look at your progress, you can, you know that list that you made for the benefits? You can put check marks and see how many benefits were they, make sure they were realistic. Are they occurring in your life? Ask for feedback, ask for help. It's okay. And that might be the time when you might want to get a coach, a friend, that person with all the wonderful, brilliant, logical ideas. That might be the time to listen to that friend, or that loved one. So, as we move on in this great new year, Let's talk about and reflect 
what can get us off of the status quo? What is your next step? Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.